right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Thinking Out Loud. We're back in the studio, new look. Um, we're excited. We're getting back to these conversations, having a little bit more um, of a free-flowing format here. So today, we're just going to dive right into it. We're going to talk about transition. Last episode, we talked about letting things go, moving yeah. on from one event to another. And I think it's important to talk about like the, the carryover for that. What's the next step? What does that look like to transition? And so we're just going to dive right into that and talk about what the transition means, what it means to us, and how we execute that. Yeah. Why is it an important topic right now, Vani? Well, <clears throat> we're transitioning from a lot of different things. The biggest one, transitioning from 2020 to 2021. This is the time where people normally do things like New Year's resolutions and those type of things, which sometimes are not an actual transition. They're a wish list. They're things they'd like to have happen. A lot of times people think of going into the new year as a, uh, as a restart versus a carryover. Yeah. And um, I think that could be dangerous in some instances because you're not going to have a great 2021 if you don't bring your gains from 2020 and you're not being thoughtful about leaving the things that you need to leave behind yeah. in 2020. And so when we talk about it, it's not just a clean slate that, that, that doesn't really exist in the world. But how do we transition from one moment to another, from one habit to another, um, uh, from one set of behaviors to another? Those are the things that we're trying to get people to be thoughtful about when we think about the phrase transitioning. Yeah, I think too many people get wrapped up in the euphoria, right? It's like, mm -hmm. oh, this clean slate, as you, as you talked about, or even we just had a presidential changeover. Um, and it, the world's going to be fixed, and it, yeah. it doesn't happen that way. And, and that's the question I always have. What are you doing to be prepared for the transition? Because you said there's not a just turn mm -hmm. the page, it's a blank slate. You have your old habits that carry over. And so what are you doing to prepare for that? And I think about it even on a, on a different scope of life has its transitions. Uh, you, my friend, uh, basically 40 uh, at this point. You know, There's no such thing as basically 40. <laughs> uh, either 40 or you're not. I'm not 40. Almost. Uh, by the time they see this, you will be. So, uh, but, the, <laughs> but the point, even in that transition to life, a lot of people hit 40s and they're like, oh, I'm not my 40. What's happening in life? Are you prepared for the next states, whether yeah. you, it's kids or whatever it is? Are you being prepared for the transitions that are inevitable to happen? Right. Yeah. And this, I think we think about those things as happening passively to us mm -hmm. a lot of the time, right? Like, oh, I'm just going through a transition as if like it's something that I can't control or I can't dictate the outcome or I can't help myself along the way through the experience. A lot of people have this thing where like, oh, I'm just going to go through a transition and it's just going to happen. And like we hope that we come out on the other side better than. But even if it's something that is happening, age, relationship transition, mm -hmm. anything happening politically, anything happening with your work, with your family dynamics, things do just happen. But there's stuff you can do to make those transitions easier. There's stuff you can do to control the outcomes sure. of those transitions. You can't just let those things happen to you. Absolutely. It has to be something you actively, actively do. Well, people are not excited about their futures generally because they're not excited about their present. Mm. And so it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's a bar. Yeah. What are you doing right now to prepare yourself to move on to that next day? And, and the way that you do that in most cases is maximizing, you know, the day that you're in. You know, for me, like when we think about 40, I'm excited to hit 40 because I'm a better version of myself generally. You know, my saying is, is, you know, if you see me tomorrow, you'll see me better. And part of that is... is is when you are a day-to-day -day person and you take advantage of your day and, and improve yourself in whatever way you know how, however minute, you're a better version of yourself the next day. You're more equipped to deal with what with, with tomorrow has to offer you. And many times we wish for the future. We don't prepare for the future. Mm -hmm. We don't equip ourselves for the future because we want that instant gratification. 
And so that's one of the things that I think people have to challenge themselves with. We see this a lot with clients. We see this a lot with organizations that want to be done with the part they don't like mm -hmm. and move on to all the things that they want. And the one thing that we have to sell everyone on is the idea of progress, mm -hmm. is that this doesn't happen instantly. What you're responsible for is a step. You're responsible yeah. for that next step to keep moving, to keep yeah. progressing, and then eventually, gradually, you get to where you want to get. Yeah, I would, we have an example that we can look at every single year. Uh, we know reaping and sowing, mm -hmm. that's what life's about. Farmers understand transitions. Right now, mm -hmm. winter months, they've transitioned to that. The reason that they're never freaking out is because they're prepared for whatever that transition happens. Sometimes weather even alternates a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, think about a new parent. They A lot of new parents step into it. They have the career ready. They're ready for that initial transition, but they don't think about sleepless nights. They don't think about those toddler stages. They're not prepared for those transitions in life. And so then people find themselves on the undertow of life that's overcoming them and because they haven't thought about what's to come. When we have 7 billion people on this planet, the examples are everywhere. So you should be able to get an idea of generally what these transitions in life are going to happen. Again, you had a new year last year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there was learning that you could have. Right. So what are you doing to leverage and prepare for the transitions of life? But there are two parts to transition, right? And the first part to a healthy transition is, is preparation. But the second half to a healthy transition is adaptability. Mm -hmm. Because there is only so much you know. You don't know what you don't know. But you can prepare yourself to be adaptable. Mm -hmm. Right. And the way that you deal with problems, having a support system, people that you can communicate with, having mentors, people who can help you gain knowledge, having a clear path to how you educate yourself and how you stay on top of things. And then having a, a faith and a confidence in yourself that allows you to truly believe that you can weather whatever comes mm -hmm. after you because you're skilled and being prepared and being adaptable. Uh, makes you better suited to deal with whatever comes to you in any transition that you might find yourself in. What about the thought of, so on the other side of that, right, there's a lot of times in our lives that people need to transition. Transition on from a bad relationship, transition on again to those mm -hmm. next phases of life. What are some of those impediments in your guys' viewpoint that is keeping people from being able to step outside of it, recognize, I, I need to transition, mm -hmm. and, and they get caught in complacency? Um. I think one one is self-awareness, but that doesn't come without somebody kind of holding up a mirror to you first. Mm -hmm. So I think somebody has to show you, hey, move along, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but one, in my opinion, one would be self-awareness. The second one would be fear. And I don't necessarily think fear of like the, the moving on from it, but the fear of the unknown, right? As someone who's had a lot of transitions in the last 24 to 36 months, I can check a lot of boxes off. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of those decisions were made, were either made or not made based on, well, what happens next? Right. Right. And so kind of understanding that whatever happens next, you'll figure it out. You'll be okay having a plan. But like you said, I think having some of those support systems there, mm -hmm. people don't know what's going to happen next. Also, people don't like to actively get involved. Like they like to think that stuff's just going to happen. Stuff will just passively go away, move on, get better. Oh, this time next year, I'm going to be doing this. Well, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Unless you go do that. Um, the other thing would be, uh, and you say this sometimes, but hope. Like hoping's not enough. Oh, I just hope it'll get better. Yeah. It's not a plan. You know? Um, and so I think it comes down to some of those things. But those things aren't always easy to, easy to overcome, especially if we don't see it initially. And we talk about it a lot. Yeah. But that's because we talk about it a lot. And we acknowledge it and we face it. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think a lot of people are out there having those conversations saying, man, I'm feeling like a coward today. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's not a common conversation. You know, um, hey, how you doing today? Yeah, cowardly. cowardly. <laughs> That's not cowardly. a conversation that you. Know. The other, for me, the big thing is that, you know that a lot of those things that you talked about fit into, but it's it's, it's ownership. Mm-hmm. Whether a thing is good or bad, if it's yours, mm-hmm. it's hard to let go. That's interesting because I I think building more. So we talk about building confidence in people, building ego, a healthy ego. We talk about building all these things, but I think building a sense of self-efficacy, meaning mm-hmm. like. I can actually make stuff happen. Right. I have I have an influence mm-hmm. and control, which falls under that bucket of ownership. But like saying, like, you can control what you can control. And if you don't like something, like you have the ability to go change it. For and sure. If you don't, you have a responsibility to change. Yeah, don't worry. Especially you know because again, as we think about the individual, we don't necessarily think about how those things affect other people in some cases. And a, a person's inability to move on is hindering other people's abilities to move on, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one of those things that sometimes is important when you're in a, a family unit or in, you're in a working unit or in your whatever, where those things can prevent you from moving on. And that ownership is, is powerful, whether it's, whether it's positive things, whether it's abuse, whatever, it's ours. When somebody gets a thing, mm-hmm. right, it's hard for them to let go of your thing. So even if you're the jerk, if being a jerk is your thing, <laughs> it's hard for you to let it go. If you being the, the person who... Um, uh, is always taking care of everybody. If that's your thing, it's mm-hmm. hard to let go. If you're the planner, if that's your thing, it's hard to let go. And so that ownership is is what is really difficult about things. It's hard for people to break away the images that they have of themselves or the place that they see themselves. And then you combine that with the devil you know is better than the devil you don't mm-hmm. in many people's minds. And it's easy to paralyze yourself. Well, and in that piece of it, the paralyzation of perfection. So now you take a person who is who is steeped in their identity, who is afraid of the unknown, um, and you take a person that is um, that doesn't want to move until they got it all together. Mm-hmm. What you're going to have is somebody that is stuck, that is stagnant. Almost more in love with the idea of that. When you, when you talk about taking that step, you know, next to never do you hear someone say, man, I'm really active staying the same. Mm-hmm. Right. It, what active are you doing? And I think mm-hmm. about it today being the end of January here. Uh, I, one of the my pet peeves Q4 last year was, oh, I can't wait for 2020 to be over. So let's say you said that November 15th. How much better are you today versus right. then? Yeah. And I can <clears throat> go back to your calendar, go back to your weeks. What have you been actively doing? Mm-hmm. Nothing. So you're waiting for some thing to come. Transitions is going to happen. Life is happening all around us on a consistent basis. Yeah. But are you prepared and positioned to do those things on a regular basis? Right. When you have declared, I'm done for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm checked out. You know what I mean? I'm I've even heard someone already say, man, well, there's 2022. Like, yeah. <laughs> they say it jokingly, but. But not really. A lot of though. people have that. A lot of people have that mindset. Yeah. That people mentality. treat it like a plane ride sometimes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you want to get in, mm-hmm. you want to strap it to your seat, you want to go to sleep, you want to wake up and be there. And that's just that's just well, not I think, how this travel. And you said you had said this, and I think this is interesting in a couple of different realms. And if we're going to dive into a tangent, like dive into one area specifically, I think it's interesting in the, in the area of personal lives, right? So whether that's where you're at financially, where you're at relationally, whatever the case is, um, but you have to stop romanticizing what your life is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Like people have this idea of, oh, it's going to look like this. It's going to feel like that. We're going to make it like this without having the understanding that like you have to go physically do those things and pursue those things and make those things change. And it's like you said, being in love with the idea of something, then also realizing that you have to actively, you have to own the things that you own 
and go change right. that because you get this idea of somebody that's kind of paralyzed with the romanticization of this is what my life, I, I want it to look like this. And until it looks all like this, I can't right. move forward. I can't right. transition. It's called transition for a reason. Right. Your first step is going to suck, you know. Your second step might suck, but you're taking steps to get sure. to where you want to go. Well, and it's also people realizing that journey may be all that you get. It's likely all that you get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Again, I don't know anyone that got there before they left this planet. You mm -hmm. know, I don't. I I've never met anyone who who said that. And so, when journey is likely all that you get, when you may never reach your destination, when you likely will never reach your destination, you got to take some pride in the journey. You got to put some energy in it. You got to get joy from the journey. You know, uh, what we do here, it's not like the advances that we make, the chances that we take, the things that we try, the things that we do, our layups, they're not. No. And they, for I think in a lot of ways, they would be scary and they'd be enough to, 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 to get somebody not to move. But for me, that's what I enjoy. I like being in the thing. I like figuring it out. I like overcoming it. I like doing that piece of it. And because of that, I, I like to think that you know, we have the healthier environment than many people do most of the time. Well, the, that, that's an interesting way to, to, to talk about transition. Every time we've gone through a transition as a team, as a business, mm -hmm. as a concept, it's been uncomfortable, mm -hmm. even from the start. So let's rewind to 2015 when Think3D was just an idea for you guys. Yeah. That was an uncomfortable transition. Yeah. And you probably had some ideas coming out of that, coming out of corporate jobs, leaving six-figure jobs. <laughs> you had a lot of ideas about how this was going to look. Six you, months. You know what I'm saying? I, hey, babe, I'm going to be back at income in <laughs> you, six months. You, you, <laughs> were, you were romanticizing uh, the idea, though, for right? For sure. But then you take the <laughs> sure. leap and you put in the work. And then 2016 goes to 2017. It gets a little bit more real, right? You guys move mm -hmm. office spaces. And you got your own office space now. And 2017 mm -hmm. comes around. In 2018, you grow again. 2019, some crazy son of a gun jumps and quits his job mm -hmm. to come hang around full time. And that was a transition. Yeah. Right? And then we grow spaces. Like mm -hmm. the, the common theme with that was discomfort. For sure. Every time you're about to step and into grow. a thing. And we've had that, we had that conversation even now, just acquiring a new space, expanding the team more. Yeah. Getting more outlets so we can do what we do. It's uncomfortable. We've always had to step out. And I think that's something that if we're going to take something away from talking about transition, I think it's that. It's like get prepared to yeah. be in a state of limbo or be in a state of uncomfortability. That doesn't mean you have to suffer. And that was something that for right. me, for me, just as a person, yeah. individually, I was taught a long time that if you're not suffering, if you're not doing something, if you're not like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, if something's not hard, <laughs> yeah. right, then life isn't yeah. going to be. Pain. Yeah. yeah. And that, but that you see, we say that jokingly, but that's a real thing for people yeah. that have also for people that have seen that. Because you're not earning it. Yeah, when you have seen pain, when you have seen suffering, yeah. when you've seen that is the is the only way. Yeah. Then you and, and, recreate it has been marketed for yourself. to people for a long time, right? One hundred percent. You know, uh, hustle culture where it's no just pain, like, no gain, no pain, no gain. A hustle till you die, no sleep. Yeah. Blah, blah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Know? You know, all of that type of stuff has been has been marketed to people. But you know, this is one of those examples where nature is the best teacher, right? And when we talk about growing pains, mm -hmm. it's it, it is quite literally. The, the, the discomfort of growth mm -hmm. where, you know, as your joints expands, as your muscle grows, as your thing, whatever, teeth come in or whatever it is, hair goes out, whatever, that gets uncomfortable. That transition is weird, you know. And you get awkward. Right. Everyone, everyone had the kid on the eighth grade middle school team that hit puberty before everybody Just else. Me. And he's and six foot six. He couldn't walk. And 
and gangly. Baby you know giraffe. I mean? just, yes, 100%. We, I, I Stop talking about me. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got it doesn't mean you know how to use it. I coach you football. And uh, and one of the things, the common themes is, is when some of the smaller kids see these kids that hit a growth spurt um, that just grew up and they get so scared. And one of the things we, we, we have to convince them of is like, yo, that kid just got big. He doesn't know how to be. He big. doesn't know how to be big yet. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Move around, and it's in almost 100 percent of the time, and, and it's uncomfortable. And 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 the people who embrace it, it's like this. I use the example of, um, you know, of accepting your power. Mm-hmm. You ever notice how in in any type of superhero movies or anything like that, the good guy gets their powers, and they fumble around. The whole time, right? They can't figure things out. They're falling off of stuff. Mm-hmm. They go to grab a coffee cup and they crush it. And they do all these other type of things. But then the bad guy gets the same power in the last 15 minutes. And they know how to do all of the stuff. And that's because they accepted it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they accepted the power and they embraced it. Where the other person is fumbling through it and trying to figure it all out. And I think that's our superpower is that when we step up into a new space, we embrace that we're supposed to be there and we operate like we're supposed to be there versus, you know, people who are in a dark room trying to find a light switch and are bumping and breaking into everything um, versus, you know, projecting your light onto the room. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about transa- transition, I think in our minds, the way we try to think about it is, is that transition shouldn't sneak up on you because if you're pursuing growth, you should know that it's coming. Mm-hmm. And have the right perspective. You, you had said earlier, um, I think you touched on it. It's, Maybe the journey is all you get. The journey is the thing. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Everyone that you admire is not yeah. th- sitting on a magical thing and, and is there. They're they're actively pursuing their next thing, yep. right? And that's the part where I heard a while ago, you know, there's no way to happiness. Mm-hmm. Happiness is the way. Right. And mm-hmm. if you can figure that out, you're going to love the moment, the transition. Mm-hmm. Are you going to embrace it? Are you going to say this is a part of the process or are you going to be complacent mm-hmm. and complain about it? And yeah. I think that's an easy barometer for all of us to say, is there more activity or more complaining mm-hmm. happening in your life? For sure. Just and imagine yeah. if you look at anybody, you might find a successful person in stillness. Yeah. You will never find a successful person sitting still. They can't. Well, those, are, those are two different things. And that's an important distinction. All right, it's, a, it's a nuanced thing to say. Um, the, you said something that reminded me of um, the like the the um, the stoic quote of like the obstacle is the way. I think Mark. I think this is the fourth or fifth time I've quoted Marcus Aurelius mm-hmm. in this podcast. So mm-hmm. I probably got to stop you doing got good that. Stuff, but he says the obstacle is the way. It's like the only way to go through something. So like we're talking about a transition. Like if you see something that's stopping you, if you see something that's an impediment, and I think for a lot of people, and it's timely because this is the reason this is on my mind is because we just covered this in Leaders of Tomorrow on Monday. But um, loving yourself a little mm-hmm. bit more. I think a lot of people see that as well. I just I want to be more loved. I want to I want to feel this way. I want to you know what I mean. I want to do these things. I want to have these relationships. Well, the the key to that is you, and that's the transition. Like when we talk about the transition, shouldn't sneak up on you. It's because it's probably something that you can see in your way. You For can sure. see it coming. Things sure. sneak up on you. Right. Changes sneak up on you. Right. F- health crisis sneaks up on you. Right. Right. A global pandemic doesn't really sneak up on you, but it kind of snuck up on us this year. Yeah. Those things happen. But like transition, you should see coming. Like, oh, I can see where we're getting busier as a business. Or I can see my relationship is losing some of that, that intimacy, some of that like communication. That, yeah. You know what I mean? You can see those things coming, and sometimes you have to lean into that. Yes. That's something I'd say. Is like that, that, that thing is the way to get you through the transition. And sometimes that's the only thing you get. 
Because because people think about well, I want to I want to be here, but my these things are in the way. Well, the things that are in the way are the things that get right. you have to take there. And the other thing that I think about is optics. Like you mentioned perspective, and you talked about having a vision of somebody else's. You know, step fifteen is not my step one. Well, thanks to social media and thanks sure. to the internet and all those things, and this isn't bashing any of that. I love all those things, but we have to be really careful about what we're consuming because the optics of this stuff. Don't yeah. take don't take somebody's one second selfie in, in Paris. I just had this conversation with somebody else. I was like, I don't know how the, this person affords their lifestyle. They they're in Paris all the time. Like they could have gone to Paris for two days, stayed in an absolutely crappy motel, ate yeah. at McDonald's, and then took a photo in front of the Eiffel Tower and left. Yeah, or somebody could have paid for it for them. Or they There's could. a million different reasons. That's not your bit. Who cares? What's your journey? <laughs> what's, what's what's your journey? And like, even yeah, like, what's your journey? Understand that like you can see all these people doing all these things, and that's that that perspective has to be focused on your transition. What and that I transition doing? and that thing is the difference between inspiration and envy. I see somebody in a dope place. I'm inspired by it. Yeah. I need one. Uh, one of my guys, uh, Toki Wright, who is a great MC. Um, was on Rhyme Stairs. I'm not sure if he still is, but now he's in, he's in Boston. Um, you know, um, uh, one of the the heads of the music department at, at Berkeley, and he he worked on a project and he posted um, he that he won a, a regional Emmy, and like I remember him opening it, putting out the box, and he posted something about it, and I was like, I need to get one of those. It wasn't like, how did he get his? Yeah. And why was it him? Blah, blah. I was like, yes. I need some of that action. Yeah. Uh, and our friends at Penn Studios, who are the dopest on the AV production thing, you know? Um, my guy Adam from Moton Audio. I see these guys do cool stuff, and it's like, oh, yes, I love that. I want it. That's what gets me hype. It's not envy. Like, I'm glad you're doing it. Mm hmm. It's not like I don't want you to be doing it. No, I'm, glad you, doing it. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing it. I might want to carve out the slice or might want to do this piece of it. And so I think that's the important piece. One thing I think is actually coming around, especially with social media, is that so many people are making content now that I think people are gaining a greater awareness that they're watching content. Mm -hmm. Like that person who's making that video knows that 75% of their room is dirty when they're making that video. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so when they watch a video, they know that that person's whole room may not look like that. You're mm -hmm. looking at a wall. Yeah. And I think people yeah. are just getting a, a, a more of an awareness where it's, it's less of an illusion mm -hmm. in terms of what other people are doing. And they just recognize it as produced content. And, and I think that's going to help us get a greater idea of that. But, but circling it back around to the idea of transition, again, it's embracing growth and movement. And transition, obviously, is a clear part of growth especially if you're not in a good spot. This is the one thing that we talked about last night in our mentorship uh, group for LOT, which is um, one of the first things you have to do is evaluate how well what you're doing is working. Okay. Mm. Sometimes people, when they, when they think about where they want to go or they think about where they want to be, they think about it idealistically. They think it yeah. based off of the dream. It's compared to what they would like to have happen, not to what is happening. And a lot of times people can be in a real bad spot and not want to move because they don't see a path to get to that ideal space. But it's like, listen, you're not happy doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You got to move off of this. Yeah. And so the first thing that I would just challenge people to really evaluate and think about is, it's like, how happy are you right now? 
How good do you, what are the results of what it is, the behaviors that you're engaging in right now? Yeah. And if, if that doesn't encourage you to move off of it, you take whatever your dream or your image. Is this something you want to be in for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, move. Mm-hmm. Well, even that, just be, get active. What is that transition period, right? right? Again, we knew corporate wasn't for us. You think 3D. We, we knew that wasn't a thing. So we met every Monday night. I was working 60 hours a week mm-hmm. at Wells Fargo in this space. I had kids and a wife. I said, show up at my house, 9 o'clock p.m. every Monday. Yep. Knock, knock, knock. Mm-hmm. Three hours, 9 to midnight. I'm back up at 4 o'clock getting four hours of sleep, sacrificing in that moment. But I was preparing for the transition because I was not happy in that moment. And now look at us working 30 hours a week. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That was a good one. That was a good good one. (laughs) Lies. (laughs) I was just telling somebody the other day, I was just like, man, I remember when using the corporate card was so much fun. Right. And now it's like when you get the bill, it's like, (laughs) 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 it felt good in the moment. Yes. Um, but anyway, as we let land this plane, I think the big things for people to take away is, is again, if this is a form of growth. You have to be committed to moving forward. Um, you have to prepare yourself as best you can for um, transition. You also have to make yourself adaptable so that, as we say, uh, change is not an event, but rather an environment where yeah. we're always in the process of growth and development. And then I think the other pieces is just truly and honestly evaluating where you're at currently in the moment and whether or not you want to stay there. And if you don't, then it's time to get going. Yeah. Closing thoughts. Yeah, I guess evaluation, um, you know, have that barometer check. Ask yourself those questions because, again, this is the one journey we get. Um, You know, are you in a transition? Are you coming out of transition? It should be one or the other, right? And and do the work. I mean, just get active, whatever that is. Again, I like to, I forgot what you said about um, the stillness, right? The successful person. Yeah. Um, Get moving. Get moving. Yeah. Do a thing. I think one thing we can be guaranteed with transition is that it's not going to stop. And that's an interesting thing. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's not something to dive into now because we're winding this down. But at some point, you have to realize that that it's not an acute thing. For some people, it seems like it, right? But it's not an acute thing. And we're talking about a journey process. There should, there should rarely be moments in life where you're not going through some sort of a transition. With intention. It does, with intention. It doesn't have to be every episode. It doesn't have to be this massive upheaval thing. It doesn't have to be right. like a two-week journey of emotional growth. And like you don't always have this epiphany. But like you should always be going through some sort of a transition. That process is the key. It's not the result. You know what I mean? Like we often measure things by like just the result and that works for a lot of things. But in this case, I think it works better to look at the progress and the journey. The other thing that I would would tell people when talking about transition is it's going to seem like other people do it really well. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think outside of perspective, outside of the evaluation of it, and I really like the key, like figure out, evaluate from, from where you're at here, not some ideal. You know where you're at here. You don't know what this feels like. Yeah. So evaluate here. But the other thing for me is comparison. And when I say comparison, don't compare what seems like other people's transitions are. Right. Don't compare those things because it could seem like somebody's doing it really well. Some people haven't been stretched. And that's okay. Right. Some people aren't going to be super stretched in their life. Right. And they're going to go through life and they're going to have that, that almost flat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. If yours is up and down, full of that, that's okay, that's okay too. And you yeah. can't compare those things. And so that's what I would say is that the comparison of that is important. So we'll be back. 
with another episode soon. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Um, as Make sure always, you like and subscribe so you can stay connected to all of these things. Yes. Think 3D everything. Alrighty. Deuces. Deuces.